I think it really is important to, when you can, give proper attention and tender loving care to your relationship. And I think had we been better about doing it the first time around, we wouldn't have had to suffer and like kind of gone through some of the things that we did. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. Jema. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to today's Real Talk with me, McLean McGowan. Today, I wanted to follow up on last week's Real Talk, which was all of my big feelings before leaving town for nine days without my babies. And I really was verbalizing and processing my feelings and all the ins and outs of leaving town, of leaving my production company, i.e. my family, and just acknowledging all of the work that goes into leaving your home and your kids. You know, all of the lists of the dietary restrictions or issues, the vitamin protocol, the nightly routine, all of the steps, making the checklist so Jemima could feel empowered about doing her work when I'm gone and leaving detailed instructions for our nanny and for my mom who's coming into town to help. And it really is just so much work to leave town, as all of you moms know that have done it. There is a lot of buildup to that time, to actually pulling the trigger and leaving town. And as I discussed previously, this was for a very specific reason. My husband and I decided to go on a couple's retreat, which was very much outside of our comfort zone. We're not really group people. We're much more introverted. You know, I don't really, I don't even get to see my friends that I love and adore. So like, I'm not really into just like going and making new friends with strangers. I hope that doesn't sound rude, but like, I'd much rather just be with my friends that I never see and or be in my bed watching a movie and sleeping. So we really took this on as an opportunity for us to carve out space and time for ourselves. And we've been together now 11 years. We're coming up on our 10-year wedding anniversary, which sounds insane when I say that because I still feel like I'm like a 16-year-old. So it doesn't even add up that I could have been married for 10 years or have two children. Like it still doesn't totally compute with me, my life, that I'm like an adult, a grown woman now. Does anyone else feel that way? I mean, I think we do, but I don't know. I'm curious. Please weigh in if you feel the same. But anyway, we signed up in the fall and it just felt like so long from now and I'll feel fine leaving and the baby will be so much older. And still, obviously, there were a lot of feelings that came up for me. I do have to say 
that it was incredible. I'm so grateful that we did it. And my intention, which I verbalized on the previous podcast, was just, you know, allowing the details to work themselves out, to not be a control freak, but just to know that my kids were and had been protected while I was away, that no one got hurt, no one died. It was handled on like the big level. And it was. And I'm eternally grateful for that. My mom and Anna, our beloved nanny, really held it down strongly for us. And it was the greatest gift. It was the greatest gift that we gave ourselves. We had not been away for more than like two nights, possibly three nights in a row since before we had kids. So, and we certainly hadn't been just like away on something together where we could go and chill and lie on the beach. We hadn't done that since I was pregnant with Jemima eight years ago. So it really was time. It was time. And actually, we didn't leave Jemima for three years. So we were full on for three years, not having any alone time, really significant alone time. And we knew that we wanted to do things differently with our second kid, going through new parenthood together, going through the journey of me becoming a mother, him becoming a father. It's so many things. It's so much. Those first couple of years of having your first small child. And there's so much just rapid change. And, you know, you have challenges. The old breaks and you have to create the new. And I think it really is important to, when you can, give proper attention and tender loving care to your relationship. And I think had we been better about doing it the first time around, we wouldn't have had to suffer and like kind of gone through some of the things that we did. And now we also know better. We know more and we're more dynamic human beings now as parents of two kids. And we really know that our whole family suffers if our relationship is not at the top of the pyramid. And that has been a real journey. And I know as I say that, that women listening to this are like, hell no, that is not where I am. And I think no judgment, honor exactly where you are on this journey. And there were moments for sure with my babies and especially with my first with Jemima where it is all encompassing. It is everything. You're giving everything of yourself to this baby. And the idea of giving any more to another human being is completely unfathomable. So please no judgment if you're in that zone right now. That is what is happening for you right now. And that's part of the journey. And I don't know, I don't know anyone that hasn't had that be part of their journey of kind of distancing from the partner or male and just really focusing on the baby. I'm sure it exists. I'm sure there are couples that that has come very easily to. I just don't know them. So I'm just putting that out there. It is all a journey and we are all human beings doing this thing, having so many lessons, showing up and, you know, always reserving that desire and need to course correct whenever we need to. 
And so anyway, the retreat, we went on it with Stan Tatkin and his wife, Tracy, and we went to Costa Rica. Stan is on many podcasts. He was recently on the Goop podcast. He was on a great one of Alanis Morissette's on her podcast. He has many books out there. And, you know, he's not for everyone. I'm not recommending him to everyone. But if you are in a place where your relationship is feeling really out of control or a rock bottom, he could be a good source. So, I mean, you could just Google him, Stan Tatkin, and listen to a sample of his Audible book and see if it resonates with you. But for the couple work, it really makes sense to us. And in a very, very short time, we saw significant positive changes that we were able to keep up. So that's why we decided to go on this retreat. We thought, you know what? We like going to him for therapy. It's not something we can do ongoing. And let's just go retreat style. Let's just go like balls to the wall. We're going to carve out this time and we're just going to like dive into it and then have the literal space to let everything marinate and be in it, whatever that is, the positive, the negative, and really be in it together. Because I do feel like couples therapy can also be really trying because you're already exhausted, especially if your kids or babies are young. And you bring up all this shit and then like you have to go back to your kids that night. And it's like, there's very little time to process it all. So we were like, let's just go on retreat. We'll have the time to process it and hopefully make some really big leaps moving forward. And it also was just so great being together. So once we got to the airport, I already felt like I'd been gone a week. I mean, that's how it is when you're a mom. It's just, we're so full on all the time juggling so many things at once that once you like literally just pull the cord and like, I'm away, I'm gone. I'm gone for the week. It was so freeing. I bought magazines. I was like, oh, they still make magazines in the airport. Wow, I haven't seen these in a couple of years. Read magazines, read a book, did a lot of meditation, listened to my mantras on the plane. We got there. And it was just fabulous. The retreat place was awesome. It was very chill. I would say semi-bare bones. It was not fancy Four Seasons, which I actually really liked. Dave and I both really liked that. I mean, I'm into the Four Seasons as well, but it was a really beautiful spot on a private beach. Very wild. Wild iguanas walking right next to you on the path or on the beach. Wild monkeys in the trees. The whole like resort was just really awesome. And it was so interesting because I was concerned about who would these people be that were on the retreat with us. Like, would everyone be weird? Would we be the weird ones? Like, what what would the scene be like? And, you know, it was about 20 couples from around the world. There was even a new couple in their 80s that had traveled all the way from New Zealand. And it really was so beautiful. I mean, a lot of these people, like I probably wouldn't be friends if we just met on the street, but it was so beautiful being in this space where everyone that was there was there for a purpose to learn, to educate themselves and to work on their relationship. And it was such a beautifully held container. It was, they just are so professional. They know what they're doing. We were so safe. People shared 
things they'd never shared with anyone else. I mean, it was really deep work, but it was brought up about in a way that felt very calm and 100% authentic. And I really, I was just able to let go. And that was my personal intention to not have done all this work, to not have paid all of this money to be away, but then have my mind and my heart still in LA with my kids and not being able to like fully deep, to dive deep into this work with David. And I really was able to do it. I was very conscious about it. I prayed about it. I meditated on it. And I really manifested that. And it was so much fun to be away with my husband, to not have places we had to be all the time, just to be, just to talk, just to lie there and talk about whatever was coming to mind, to talk about deep things, to talk about shallow things, just to be together and really be together like the couple we were before we had kids, you know, flirt, cuddle, have sex, just not to be on a schedule about anything, not to be like under the gun watching the clock all the time, which to be quite honest, a lot of life right now is like that. I live in LA. It's a very fast paced life. I'm directly in the middle of the city in a concrete jungle. My husband works long hours. I'm trying to build my business. I work long hours when I work. I have not been having a ton of nanny help recently. So it's been full on. And to allow the space to just be a human, just be a woman again was so incredible. It was incredible. It is not something I take for granted. So I just wanted to share this because I think there's so much fear around doing it. And I had a lot of fear around doing it. You know, the, the day we were getting ready to go to board our plane. I was like, am I crazy? Like, is this legit crazy? Is this crazy that I'm doing this? That I'm leaving my children. And I just remind myself, no, people do this all the time. People literally do this all the time. And I knew they would be well taken care of. It's actually, I think, really important for our kids to see us, the parents, making the time for ourselves, self-care, doing the things that light us up, whether that's work, our meditation groups, our women's circles, our workouts, like whatever we can show them that makes us better humans, that is also serving them. And I came back with such a full cup. I came back so much more in love with my husband, so much more connected to him. So psyched to see my kids and just be with them. You know, it really is important to get that reset. And again, like this is a very privileged situation. You know, this is years and years after having my first kid, a year and a half, a little bit more after having my second. And it was a big part of our journey and still more always to work on and figure out. But it has really played a key role in our communication since we've been back. We aren't we, we just aren't as eager to not be each other's advocate. Like we really got so much more on board of like, no, we're each other's person. We have to be each other's person, no matter what that means. If one of us is hurt, the other one has to apologize. You know, if I hurt his feelings and make him feel really shitty and I'm not meaning to, and I, you know, I might be actually like flabbergasted that his feelings are hurt or I might be annoyed that his feelings are hurt. 
But if he's my person and he's coming at me in a way that is vulnerable and sharing his authentic feelings, that his feelings are hurt, it's up to me to apologize and really mean it and vice versa. And it's just really cut out a lot of any drama or resentments or harbored things. It's like you just are in it in the moment and learn how to cut out any of the negativity as quickly as you can. Because as you know, if you've been in a relationship for a while, have you ever noticed you kind of have the same fight over and over? You know, the details might be a little bit different, but there's just, you're always like so adamant about your story. And, you know, this time I'm going to prove to him that I'm right, or I'm going to really dig in and show him my perspective. And the thing is, is like, we just keep digging each other deeper, deeper, deeper into our holes. And once you get to a certain point, there's no more convincing. Like that person is just in their own rage against you. (laughs) Like you're not getting what you want. So I just really believe in this kind of work. And I think it's something you can't fake. I think you really have to do the actual work. You have to figure out your stuff. We all have stuff. We're all humans. We're all fucked up. But really own your pathology, your things, your childhood stuff. Clean up your side of the street so then you can become this unit. And, you know, you're going to fail. We're all going to fail and we're all going to win. And something I think is so important in parenthood, which I've done since Jemima was born, is if I am short with her or if I yell or if she sees me being, you know, mad at her dad or anything, like I always will come back very quickly and apologize. Like, sorry, that was a, that was not good that mommy did that. I'm really sorry. I'm tired and I'm grumpy and I'm short and I'm hungry. And, but those aren't excuses. Like, I'm really sorry that I did that, you know? And when we can course correct, when we can come in and repair as quickly as possible, everyone really wins because kids see that they need to do that as well for themselves and for their friends and their own social networks. And I just think it's so important for them to see us as the parents, as a united front. And it's something that, like I said before, it's challenging. A lot of us, it doesn't feel authentic because if we are in relationships where we're not getting what we need, whether that's physically, emotionally, spiritually from our partner, it's very easy as a protection mode to put that energy into our children and try to get those feelings back from our children. But it's not healthy. That's not our kid's role. And once you get in the habit of doing that, it just cuts a deeper, deeper, deeper moat or valley in between you and your partner. And it's very hard to get back. Like once you really start living separate lives within a marriage or a relationship, it's very hard to get back. And that's not to say it's impossible, but you're both going to have to want to really, really get there and put the time, work, money, and energy into that. So the more that you can just acknowledge it from the beginning. And you know, I also don't want to freak women out when they hear this because really the first year or two of having a new baby, you're going to go through these things. They're all normal. You know, and I say to my clients, it's really normal to want to divorce your husband in the first six weeks after you have a baby. Like 98 of, 98% of my clients say that. 
And again, I'm not trying to be scary. I'm just saying the truth. So if that happens to you or you have those feelings, just know it's passing. It's not forever that you're feeling that. It is such a huge, massive shift for both of you becoming parents. And then on top of that, it's like Chinese water torture with a lack of sleep. And emotions run very high. So just know that like you're not necessarily going to be fixing your whole relationship the first year postpartum. I think therapy is a great tool. I think therapy is a great tool to get into when you're pregnant. So you kind of know where your baseline is. Then you can compare that in your postpartum time and know where like that underlying strength and the foundation is or what things you might need to work on, you know, during your pregnancy to have a stronger postpartum time. And just like, again, knowing where you're kind of starting from. I'm a big believer in couples therapy, a good, a good person that really is there for the benefit of both of you. So yeah, the retreat was incredible. I felt so filled up to come back. And it already feels like it was a year ago because, you know, life, get back in it immediately. Um, It was a month ago, but Costa Rica is incredible. I really can't wait to go back. I do want to take my kids back. The water is incredible. The people, we saw a dear friend of mine that had moved down there 10 years ago and she's created this really cool life for herself down there. So we will be back. And I also have a, a dream women's retreat that I'm going to start manifesting that I want to do down there. So anyway, this is just my journey. This is where I am. This is where we are. But I wanted to share that everything really worked out this time around and I'm forever grateful. So hope this is interesting at all. I'll be coming back soon with some more real talks. Please always Feel free to DM me on Instagram. I'm at Mother the Mother, or you can email me, McLean at MotherTheMother.com. I'm always looking for new topics that you guys are interested in hearing about. And this, as I've said before, is truly a co creation of you and I working together to educate one another and be in service to each other's healings and our own. So thank you for tuning in. Much love to all of you, wherever you are on your journey of womanhood and motherhood. J-Ma. J-Ma.